0: On today's Smart 7, Russia has a chaotic weekend, or geez, messes, mess isn't going quietly, and lots more. It's Monday the 26th of June, it's National Beautician's Day, and happy birthday, Ryan Tether. There was utter chaos in Russia this weekend. On Friday, the infamous Wagner Group appeared to turn their back on President Putin after Chief Yevgeny Pregosin called for a march of justice in response to an alleged Russian missile strike on his troops. Over the next 24 hours, he began leading his mercenaries through Moscow, claiming control of military facilities in two southern Russian cities. That led to Russia stepping up its counter-terrorism operations and Putin even gave a TV address accusing the fighters of treason. But the rebellion was over before it ever began on Saturday evening. Prigozhin struck a deal with Belarusian President Lukashenko to stop his troops in return for charges against him being dropped. He announced the U-turn in an audio message posted to Telegram. Mindful of the responsibility that Russian blood might be shed by one of the parties, we are turning our columns around and moving off in the opposite direction of the field camps, according to plan. Meanwhile, Ukrainian forces were quick to take advantage of Russia's infighting, making further advancements in the east of the country. Ukrainian President Zelensky was keeping calm, but he didn't seem so sure about his Russian counterparts. The man from the Kremlin is obviously very afraid, and probably hiding himself. Ukraine will definitely be able to protect Europe from any Russian forces, no matter who commands them. We will protect. RTE's undercover payments to Ryan Tuberty made headlines all across the weekend. Minister for Communications Catherine Martin met with the chair of the RTE board, Sean O'Reilly, on Saturday. The RTE chair was refusing to answer any questions until she consulted with the board, but she was doing her best to put a brave face on matters. This is a great job, right? <laughs> so yes, I think that it's about the future, it's about going forward. Going forward means RTE meetings with the Committee for Public Accounts and the Oireachtas Media Committee this week, while an independent external review of the corporate governance gets underway. Ron Tuberly is staying off the air too, despite a more detailed apology from him over the weekend. Minister Martin didn't sound impressed by the whole affair. The trust has been really shattered. It's nearly like an existential crisis for, for RTE. And I believe in the value of public service broadcasting. It's exactly what the Future Media Commission revealed uh, last year as their main finding. Um, so to build back the trust in RTE, I think we need to have you know, that root and branch review. We need to look at the governance structure. We need to look at the oversight of financial transactions. We need to look at the culture there. The consultative forum on neutrality is back in the spotlight with session in Dublin Castle on Monday and Tuesday. The chair of the forum, Professor Louise Richardson, says she hopes that people will see the value in the process and that it's intended to be an open conversation, not any kind of stitch-up with a foregone conclusion. I would never have agreed to have participated in a stitch-up. I agreed to participate in this because I think it's a, a fantastic idea. However, the opposition remains sceptical and suggests that Ireland's neutrality should be put to a referendum. Breed Smith is a Dublin south central td from people before profit solidarity i don't actually believe the government that they are not trying to drag us into something in a dishonest way if they're not then let's have that referendum there's been five bills before the house calling for a referendum on neutrality and if they feel so confident that they're not going there then let's have the referendum and try it in our constitution Former US President Donald Trump was indicted for the second time earlier this month this time for allegedly mishandling classified government documents by storing them in his Mar-a-Lago property and refusing to hand them back. But Trump seems convinced he's done nothing wrong. Last week he said he'd simply been too busy to hand the documents over to the National Archives and Records Association and wanted to remove his personal items from the boxes they were stored in first. And speaking at the Faith and Freedom Coalition conference this weekend he once again claimed he was within his rights to keep the documents. Whatever the president decides to take with him he has the absolute right to take them he has the absolute right to keep them or he can give them back to Nara if he wants he talks to them like we were doing that's the law and it couldn't be more clear so to come on the smart seven Wimbledon is on the way and Elton says his final farewell right after this welcome back It's the dynamic duo we didn't know we needed Roger Federer and Princess of Wales Kate Middleton teamed up over the weekend to train with the Wimbledon Ball Kids ahead of next week's tournament There'll be around 250 teenagers working as ball boys and ball girls during the championships and they showed Roger and Kate just what it takes to do the job effectively Turns out it's a lot harder than it looks as Wimbledon Tournament Director Jamie Baker explains The most worn patch on the court is the position of the ball boys because the the traction that they're getting when they're sprinting in and out. This is proper practice. I'm really impressed. All the discipline and everything like that you've learned from here, you'll be able to take in into so many other different parts of your life. Good choice. From the Arctic Monkeys' mixed reviews to Lana Del Rey getting cut off, to Rick Astley doing the Smiths, to Louis Capaldi's last voice, It all went down at Glastonbury this weekend. There's been no shortage of talking points from Britain's biggest music festival, but the major moment was Sir Elton John's extravaganza to wrap things up on Sunday. Fans were queuing up from 4am to see him perform in what's supposedly his final UK performance, and the legendary showman certainly didn't fail to deliver with Paul McCartney watching on. Let's check in with our man in the crowd, Jamie East. Good morning Smart7, it's Jamie here. It's Sunday evening, very, very late. I'm amongst the 200,000 people all trying to search for a taxi to get out of Glastonbury. Elm was fantastic, Guns N' Roses less so. But all in all, it's been a fantastic year for Glastonbury. It was the ultimate David versus Goliath tale which turned Wall Street upside down. Way back in January 2021, a group of Redditors banded together to drive up the stock price of failing video game retailer GameStop, triggering a short squeeze. The result... They got rich overnight and took down some major hedge funds while they were at it. And now the GameStop saga has been turned into a movie directed by Itania's Craig Gillespie. Dumb Money stars Pete Davidson, Paul Dano, Seth Rogen and America Ferreira. It hit cinemas in September, so mark your calendars and get out your calculators. Wall Street cheated. Surprise, surprise. You have to testify before Congress. The game has changed. The whole idea of the stock market is if you're smart and maybe with a little luck you can make your fortune, certainly not anymore. There's no hope for the little guy. Maybe now there is. You've been listening to the Smart 7 Ireland Edition. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit the follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world.